decision this offseason. Can you just elaborate on what went into your thinking and how much you, you wanted to be here? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, you know, I, I never really felt, you know, any other way toward this place. You know, it was always a place I wanted to play. Um, I kind of, re- you know, I've said this many times, you know, I came here to win and I came here because I wanted to stay here. And uh, I fell in love with the place as I've been here. Um, I know sometimes that could change, but, um, or, you know, you, you, go, you get traded and you're like, I don't really like it, but uh, I've loved it ever since I've been here and I love playing with my teammates. So pretty easy decision. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I got a lot of support from my teammates, and I got some threats and stuff like that. But it was all, it was all, it was all out of love, I think. So it was okay. You, uh, the last time you were in the World Baseball Classic, was, I think the most time you spent with Goldschmidt as a teammate, yeah. like playing together. Now you've had two years with him, and it's like every day, not like an international tournament. What does that kind of showed you about him as a player, as a guy that? Needs a team as, as a presence. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Team USA was fun. You know, we I got to know him. We got to go eat breakfast, talk hitting, talk about life. And then obviously, as a teammate, he's been. You know, I, I sit next to him on the plane. We go to dinner all the time. I mean, he is one of my best friends, and we've gotten really close with his family. And um, just, so you just you know, I, I admire him, but he's also a great friend. You could bounce things off. I'm talking about anything, but uh, he's just a great player, great dude, and. Uh, <clears throat> We have our arguments too. It's a kind of like a brotherhood, you know. And it's not just me and him. It's a lot of guys in there. But uh, you know, he's just uh, the way he goes about his business. You know, you just watch him and you understand why he has success, and you just try to be like that. Did he set a sort of template for you, like as you get into your mid thirties, for, for how to kind of maintain yeah. what he did this past? You know, I wouldn't say he said it. I think just the way he goes about his actions kind of showed me that. You know, and uh, he won the MVP at thirty-five, and you know. If you look at him and the way he's moving, he doesn't look very old and not at all. And but the game kind of tells you when you get to that age, you're old, you know. But he's not. So um, I think there's, you know, he. It kind of shows you that. You know, I don't know if I could quite be as good as Goldie, but um, you know, he, he, it pushes you to keep working because uh, you never know. Along those lines of Adam Wainwright, he's a forty-something now. Can you describe your pride in, in your teammate here for just pitching like it's ten, fifteen years ago? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think the Wainos. The most fun pitcher I've ever played defense behind. Um, you know, when he throws that curveball, I get a lot of ground balls, so that's always fun. But uh, you know, just the way he pitches, you know, he knows that he doesn't have the velo like other guys do, but he finds a way to like make pitches and actually pitch a baseball game, and uh, it is enjoyable to watch him pitch and uh, just go out there and compete. Man, he's he's a hardcore competitor, and uh, like I said, he's an unbelievable dude and a great teammate. And uh, hopefully, we can do something great for him this year. We've heard from a number of the younger players about your warehouse and the pride they've gotten in going out there and working with you. Tell us about what you created there and, and what you're doing with some of the less experienced cardinals. Yeah, I mean, I think just it's just an open, you know, it's a, it's my warehouse and obviously I, it's, it's open to anybody who wants to come, you know, and uh, just kind of letting them know, hey, man, if you guys want to get some work in and come out here, we could talk hitting, hang out, whatever, talk about anything and just leaving that open to anybody that wants to come. And I think it's important, you know, maybe some guys are in town or maybe they don't want to, but you know, just have that option, I think, is important to have. And, you know, I think it just builds chemistry. How long did it take you to get over October? Or is that, do you ever get over something like, does it stay with you and burn throughout the offseason? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been really tough to get over. I mean, that was probably the hardest loss, you know, series of, you know, I've ever gone through in my baseball career. Um, but uh, the Phillies are a great team, and you got to give credit where credit's due. But 
I don't know, we just didn't play great baseball either that series. And uh, so it's been hard to, to swallow, but, <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. I'm excited for the new year. Um, I've moved on, you know, and uh, it's time to move on and uh, I got to get ready for the season. Along those lines, you say uh, uh, you guys accomplished your goal last year. You won the division. You can't take that away from you. Yeah. But after last year's off postseason, you're like, not only now do we need to win the division, but now there's this fire, like, let's try to be one of those two seeds against the bye. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. You know, I think it's really important to win and, you know, get those, yeah, get that bye, get that five-game series. You know, I think it's really important, and uh, I think we're capable of doing that. But, um, you know, we got to work hard, and uh, we got to do a good job this year. Obviously, you guys in the offseason had a guy like Wilson Contreras who has competed at the highest level and won at the highest level. As far as where, where the roster's at right now, what do you think of the roster and how competitive do you think you guys can be? Yeah, you know, I think we're really good. I mean, I think it all comes down to our starter pitch, uh, starting pitching staying healthy. I mean, these guys are good, you know, and when you have Jack healthy, I mean, he's one of the best pitchers in the game. And so I think if we could get him right, and uh, he says he feels great and he looks great when I saw him. Um, you know, I think, you know, that just having that guy that's going to give it, go out there and give us a great chance to win every time. And then obviously Miles is a horse. Um, Mont, um, Matt's is healthy. I mean, Dakota, I think, is going to have a bounce back year. I mean, these guys are all working hard and, uh, you know, but we need them, you know, and we need them to stay healthy because, uh, like I said, I think, you know, a lot of these teams that are winning, it seems like their starters are able to stay healthy throughout the year. Or if they have somebody that comes in, they come in and, you know, help out and, you know, sustain winning for a little bit. But I think, uh, like I said, if we could keep those guys healthy and Wayno just doing his thing, we're going to be all right. Do you think that the new rules for the pitch truck will help Dakota be back? Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I, I have no idea. I think, uh, I think Dak, you know, first year off Tommy John, um, I think he's going to be just fine. I think he's going to get comfortable again. He's going to make some pitches. I mean, when I faced him in 2019, I mean, it was really uncomfortable at bat, and I know he can get back to that. Um, honestly, I don't really know too much about it. Is that like we have to like stay in the box or something? Or I, I have no idea. I'm not even paying attention to it. So um, I probably won't even pay attention to it when I'm playing this year, to be quite honest here. So uh, I mean, just get ready to hit. Um, I try not to do too much any, anyways in between. Um, but uh, if I feel rushed, I'm definitely going to call timeout. So it'll be all right. I mean, our defense, I mean, I think our defense is, in, is, you know, I think our defense is the best in the game, and it has been the past two years in my eyes. Um, I think that's our biggest strength right now. Um, we'll see. I think offense, we could really take a big stride this year. We've got some young guys that are good ball players that we need them to take big strides, and then hopefully me and Goldie can just do our thing. But, uh, you know, and having Contreras obviously is going to make us so much better, and uh, I can't wait to have him. But uh, for me, it's our defense. I really think our defense is – we win a lot of ball games because of our defense. Like you're off of the kind of year that you had last year, where you're consistently at a high level on both sides of the ball. What do you do to develop an off-season plan? Like, what do you look at from 22 and say, I want to improve this when the results weren't as good as before? Yeah, I mean, I think that is tough. Um, I guess the main thing that I focus on in the off-season after I had a year like I did is did not get complacent with that year and uh, just continue to find ways to like stay healthier, get quicker, just feel good, feel fresh, um, and uh, hopefully I can add those things during the season. But uh, um, I still feel like I, I, last year was a great year, but I feel like I slid in September. I had a really terrible May, um, and I know that's part of the game, but it, they were pretty bad months. So if I could just limit like how bad they were, I think I could have been better, and 
I don't know, I still want to drive the ball a little bit better than I did, even though I know I did a fine job, but I think there's more in there. You said you saw Jack. Where did where you see Jack? Uh, yeah, I saw him yesterday. We flew together here. Oh, you got Yeah, yeah, we flew here. And that was your first time seeing him? So. Seeing him and talking, hanging out. Um, seeing him, yeah, this offseason, and uh, he looks great, looks confident. Is that what, I mean, you, you talk about how important he is. I mean, is that you're at the airport waiting to get on the plane, kind of eyeballing him? Like, um, well, I mean, we were talking. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't checking him out, but uh, I uh, was. Uh, yeah, we were talking, and uh, you know, just to see, you know, his face. You could tell his expressions. You know, I know in spring training last year he was bummed because his arm wasn't right, and uh, so to see him not bummed and it feel really good, that's a huge thing. That's a confidence, and uh, that gives us a lot of confidence. What was it like for you watching free agency with the player movement? And there, obviously, their teams are going after it and spending wild amounts of money. What was that like as a competitor who's trying to get through the National League, watching that. Yeah, I mean, listen, some of these teams got the money to spend, and they're not afraid to spend it, right? You know, the Mets are going in, and as they should, they got really good players, you know? And uh, I think, um, you know, the Yankees, I mean, there's a few teams, but, you know, I think that doesn't necessarily, you know, guarantee winning either, you know? I mean, obviously, they're great moves, and they're going to be really good. Um, there's a really, you know, there's a really good chance of that, so they probably have a lot of confidence in that. But uh, there's no guarantees in this game. You still got to go out and do it. I know they know it. I know we know it too. So you know, at the end of the day, I think that's what it comes down to. Colin, what did you learn about Ollie last year? Your first year playing under him as your manager, and just all the changes to the staff. Some of the, some of the guys who are kind of in, in, in previous years, his ability to put guys in the right spot and, and help you guys push through that. that yeah, well, Ollie's yeah, Ollie's the best manager I've had. You know, I I you know I know I haven't had too many managers. I've had like three or four, I think. Um, but he's the best, and uh, I just think the way he goes about his business, he lets us go about our business, you know, and he treats us, he treats us like grown men, and, uh, that, and that's how we need to act, and uh, he expects us to get our work done, and, but he's honest, um, he's real, and that's all you can ask for, but uh, I love the way he goes about it, and first year as a manager, too, is not easy, and I thought what he did was unbelievable, considering... You know, a lot of trip, a lot of guys we called up from AAA, and he was able to like manage that. Guys got hurt, and just the way he handled all of that, you know, you know, I think that's not an easy thing to do. And he did a great job at. You know, what are some examples of things that excite you about 2023 Lars Newtbar? Like <sighs> Man, uh, what a question. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, I've seen Newt work this off season, and I just think he's looks so much better um, swinging um, and hitting and. Uh, I mean, I think he's got a chance to be really good in this game. I, I do. And, um, you know, he's got to go out and do it. He knows that. But the steps he's made this offseason with the swing and the way he looks. I remember we hit early in the offseason, and, you know, he looked fine, looked like new. And then I remember hit with him a couple weeks ago, and I was like, wow, he looks, it looks a little bit different. You know, sounds a little bit different, moving a little different. So um, I expect him to be a huge piece for us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's doing fine with it. Um, he's playing for Japan now, so he's really feeling it. And uh, um, but uh, like I said, he's he, he, new. You don't have to worry about new because he works. You know what I mean? If, if he was worried about the attention not working, then we got problems. But he, that's not it with him. Yeah, well, I think, you know, obviously just having him in our lineup, if he hits behind me or not, it's just huge. Um, he, he works at bats, he ha and he's got power. And I think the best part about him is uh, he knows this division. Um, you know, he's not walking into anything. He's never been, you know, the only thing he's walking in that's different is the team, that us. But besides that, he knows everything about everybody, and I think that's going to pay dividends for us. You know, you mentioned there's a chance that Scott will 
Hall of Fame. I know you grew up watching Beltre. Did you watch Roland as you kind of became a pro? And what yeah. was, what's your level of appreciation for what like he brought, not just to defense, but kind of the total package at third base? Yeah, as I got into pro ball, I started watching more about him. Um, and uh, I think when I was in Colorado, they would tell me, like, you got to you know, you see how he moves his feet. You know, they would show me highlights of, like, Beltre, um, Mike Schmidt, Scott Rowland. And, uh, you know, I think the one thing I admire about Scott Rowland is that he's so big, you know, and when you, you don't realize how big the man is until you get next to him. And to be that good and agile and move that well and have that great of an arm, it's a hard thing to do. And, uh, you know, I, I just I was always impressed with that, with how big he was, and he moved so well. And uh, I think he's a Hall of Famer. He deserves it. Um, I hope Todd gets in also. Um, but, uh, like I said, I, I, you know, Scott's one of the legends around here. He's a Hall of Famer, you know, Cardinal Hall of Famer for a reason. And, uh, you know, just trying to walk in those footsteps, I guess. Have you seen the kind of conversation about third base change in your 10 years? I mean, you know, you think about, like, the, the class you're in with Chapman and, and Machado playing third base now. Have yeah. you seen kind of the view of third base change yeah. in your 10 years? Yeah, I feel like, I, you know, um, I feel like, Third base is a staple now. You know, I always felt like back in the day, it was always, you know, center field, shortstop, which those are still extremely valuable. And you, you, those are probably the more valuable ones. But I feel like people are starting to appreciate making sure they have a really good third baseman nowadays and a first baseman. Um, and because uh, I think, you know, this, keeping those corners down and playing good defense and hitting homers is really valuable. And uh, the corners, have, you know, those are the, that's where you expect them from. Yeah, I mean, they're really good. I mean, those guys are obviously some of the best in the game. Um, you know, I, uh, when we, in 2017, when we played Japan in L.A., I think it was the semifinals, they, you know, they were a really good team and they had some really good starters and pitching. Um, and I think the toughest thing about them is that you, have, you don't really know them. You don't know who they are. You never really face them. And, uh, and they have a great chemistry. You know, they've all played with each other. And so, you know, they're going to be tough. You know, they're tough every year. And uh, I got a lot of respect for them and how they go about their business, too. Yeah, Shohei, well, I mean, yeah, he's probably the best player in the game. And uh, um, he's big anywhere, man. And uh, obviously, I just admire his game. And um, it's still hard to comprehend that he's doing what he's doing. You know, it's just pretty unbelievable. Uh, I know you, you get along with me as a lot. Um, how excited you are playing against me? Yeah, well, I mean, it'll be fun playing against him. Well, hopefully, we all meet, we meet up at some point in the tournament. Um, but it'll be fun, you know. Hopefully he strikes out and we win, so it'll be good. <laughs> Take one or two more, and then uh, we're going to get Nolan home across the way for his autograph. Yeah. In years, you're going to have seven, eight, nine players playing in the World Baseball Classic. Do you worry about continuity of the, of the Cardinals? You guys are all going to be spread out during spring training. I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, um, it was a little concerning, I guess, when I saw all the guys that were going to play in it. But at the end of the day, I think, um, the guys that are playing it, besides, you know, Lars, Tommy, those guys are a little bit younger. But, you know, we all have great chemistry with each other. And uh, to be honest with you, I remember when 2017, when I played in it, I feel like it got me ready for the season more than spring training. So I think there's a huge positive, you know, to it. I mean, there really is. I mean, the only thing that's a little scary, I guess, is how, t how intense those games are in March when you're not quite ready, you know, like you usually are in April. But, I mean... I feel more ready for 2017 season than I have than any other season that I didn't do it. So I think there's so many, so many positives to it, and uh, I'm excited about it.
Tangled gloves now, um, what, um, year after year, getting ready for defense and stuff. Um, what's the next step for you to like, you know, make sure that you uh, keep improving and keep developing your uh, game on uh, defense? Well, I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be easy as I'm getting older, but I still feel really good. And uh, I think what I did a good job last year of, um, and probably Goldie showed me this mo the most, is probably like, I don't need to take so many ground balls before the game. Like conserve my energy, make sure I'm fresh for the game. You know, I take so many ground balls in the off season and spring training that, you know, I'm not going to forget how to take ground balls just because I don't take it for a few times in batting practice. But, you know, there's a mental aspect to that too, where you feel like if you don't take ground balls and you make an error that game, you're like, I need to go take ground balls because I can't be doing that. But um, I think it's more of a confidence thing and making sure I stay fresh. And uh, there's no reason why <clears throat> I feel like I can't play just as good as defense as I did last year. Nolan, is Lars the young guy to watch this year? Or is there somebody else that should be or that, that's on your radar? I, I mean, I think it's all of them. I mean, really, T.O., D.C., um, Newt, those guys are going to be huge. I mean, they're, you know, those are our guys. We need those guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Newt, Newt looks really good. And the second half he had last year was huge for us. Um, you know, I know Jordan Walker's probably coming, and I've seen some video of his swing, and he's got a great swing. Um, but they're also young, too. You know, you got to give them time to, like, figure it out and have a little more forgiveness. But uh, we also got to win ball games, so we expect a lot out of them.